Hello. And welcome to the Lobbies <laughs> Podcast. I'm your host, Emily. I'm your hostess, Allison. And we're here to talk about relationships. Even though we've never been in one. Oh. Woo! All right. Okay. Let's get into it. <laughs> da, 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 get into it. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. We're here in our book club with our books and our yeah. notebooks. I got mine from the dollar store and I got Emily's from Starbucks. Oh my god. So journals today have been provided by Allison Green. Mm. And dining points from APU. Holla. Mm. They started putting the cups behind the counter because I threatened to steal a cup once and I didn't and I wish I did. <laughs> Don't arrest me, APU. Was that just you? They did that just because No, of you. I'm sure people genuinely did steal cups. I'm sure It's they did. not hard. It's actually not illegal. No one's going to notice. <laughs> you can actually just steal groceries. That's not illegal. That's not shoplifting. It's actually technically not illegal. It's not because you, have to, you are given in this country the right to feed yourself, even though they're trying to take that away from you. I know. But, but you like, actually can steal groceries. Yeah. <laughs> you can. Not other things, but groceries you can I think America would operate differently if everyone knew that. I'm just saying. America would go crazy. Like, there would be no need for food banks. Mmm. If you think about it. Interesting. Forced charity. <laughs> it's forced charity. Food banks just centralize that from happening. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. they're like, come over here. Anyways, that's besides the point. We decided to be a little bit more professional because I really want to like drill down on what we're about to talk about today because I think that it's something that we all think about, but we the things don't that we've mentioned say. in the past. Yeah, things we've mentioned in the past, and we of course we're listening to Charlie Kirk's podcast. We're not gonna link it. Because a lot of what we're going to talk about in the subsequent episodes, he probably pretty much discussed. He's way about. easier, way faster, way more succinctly than we're going to. But you to. know what? <laughs> Art isn't ever original. It's, it's always not. how to steal like an artist. It's inspiration from others. And yeah. we're just inspired. Well, he gave us a phrase. He gave us a phrase. So I'll credit him that. He mm-hmm. gave us a phrase. What is the phrase? Men are... Men are entitled to relationships. Entitled or men to, feel entitled to yeah, relationships. Yeah, and Allison, you were giving me a great definition of what that entitlement is. Because I think we should explain it. Wow, great that you brought that up because I don't remember. Period. I know, well, maybe I'll help you. Okay, I'll help you. Hoodwink you into doing that. Oh, I know now. Yeah. I don't know if it'll be as Because let's, let's lay down the foundation of what we let's mean by entitlement. entitlement. Okay, so entitlement these days is people... Here's where entitlement gets sticky, right? So me, a white person, walks into a store. I get a special treatment because I'm white. That's what people say entitlement is. I don't think that's what entitlement is at all. Mm -mm. I think when a person has entitlement, it's they walk into a store expecting to receive special treatment because they believe that they are better than others. Mm -hmm. And that's what entitlement is. Entitlement isn't somebody being born a certain way and getting results based off of that even though they don't expect to. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm sorry, but that's not entitlement. Entitlement is expecting to get results based on how you look or how you are or how you behave. Yeah. That's entitlement. Exactly. So let's get that out of the way, number one. Yeah, because I think that'll clear up a lot of what we're about to talk about. I feel like that clears up so much social commentary. Yeah. Charlie (laughs) Kirk, give me a platform. I know I'm mostly opinionated. (laughs) But, like, we make really good points. I think we make great points. I think we make such good points. just because we don't sound smart like him his, it would plummet it would not be good for him we get that. It, it wouldn't be he good for him stronger at all. without us <laughs> <laughs> fine 
That's fine. It's fine, but we got really good points that but you can make sound smart. That we say off the record. Off the record. But uh, I say on the record. Well, we say them on the record, but for him it would have to be off the record. Yeah. I'm just saying it could have really helped with a lot of what he's realizing so, now. But when fine. he says men feel entitled to relationships, it is because men go into a relationship expecting they are worthy of receiving something because they believe that they are better in the relationship. They believe they are the is better. Is that man. how you took that? That's I how feel I like it. I I feel like that's probably what he meant, but I also felt like because you are a man and because also let's look at this. You can't just like say it off the cuff and be like like we always I know this is like a really dumb thing that they do, but it's like your locus of self or something locus it's like it's like i identify as a christian white female who comes from like so it's like that's your locus of self i don't know if that's the accurate word so but that is to say like oh well it's it's a it's a tactic they use to victimize people but i think it actually helps to understand the situation people come from you know Mm -hmm. because the reason why he says he's around men who feel entitled to relationships because you could say, well, he is a person who's around more conservative, aggressive men. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them aren't humble. Like, yeah, a they believe in God and all that stuff. But no, they but miss it's true. the I, boat I got, on humility. I got beef with conservative men just as yeah, much as Yeah, or like conservative Democrat Christian people. Because, like, like predominantly... God forbid I ask for a man who doesn't drive a Toyota Tacoma. Is that too much to ask in my life? No, I just don't drive a lifted truck. I just don't drive a like, truck. Why do possible? you need that? Why do you need that? <laughs> Just have a ho-dunk toilet. Because you can't even take it to the Home Depot. And if you can't <laughs> leave with 10 bags of cement, it's not a real truck. It's not a good truck. It's not like, a I'm good truck. Like, I'm just saying, truck. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just not. It has to be a sketchy-ass looking truck for me to respect it. Has it has to at least hold one ton. Or then what's the point of a What's truck? the point of a truck? Like, it makes no sense. But irregardless. So he, I would say, is around people who don't have humility when it comes to relationships. And that's what I felt when he said, like, men are entitled. Because a lot of men think that they're God's gift. And I'm, I don't know in other circles. I don't know in other situations. Because I'm not really, like... Because from my perspective, a more liberal man is just blatantly disrespectful. Like a they, liberal, You think so? I think so. No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that's my... My belief of a liberal man. Okay. I would say a liberal man is very weak, man. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? would say they're weak and or they're the ones that are like, I yeah. would say you find liberal men more likely to be in abusive relationships. Yes. Period. Point blank. Well, because why? Because, and I, you know what? I do kind of feel bad for them in that regard. Mm-hmm. Because conservative men are very, very strong. Mm-hmm. And there is a thing as like toxic masculinity. Like, yeah. a, like muchismo. Muchiso. I don't know yeah. what it's called. <laughs> I always mess it up. But it's like there is a point where men rely too much on their dominance that it befalls them. And that's our biggest issue with conservative mm. men. That's you know what I mean? It's like issue. they're just too dominant. Well, I think lib- a liberal man is more likely to want to have sex with you on the first night, but a conservative I think man is really, more... Really? No, I would disagree. Mm. I would say literally any man. I would use it as a blanket statement. As any Completely man. a blanket statement. Yeah. And the only exception is those weird Christian men mm. who will just propose to you in three months anyway because he wants to have sex. I would say it is a blanket statement for men. 
That's fair. Which I is, think that's fair. I think it's fair. You I won think, the debate. I know. <laughs> I want to show I'm worth debating. You're <laughs> worth debating, <laughs> even though you're a conspiracy theorist. You even shockingly got a college degree. Like it's shockingly, <laughs> according to fuck it, Katie Nichols. <laughs> but don't say that. I did that out. No. She's never done anything. She this. she thinks she's all high and mighty enough to be a public figure. I'll 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 continue. You know what? I'll help her. She has a thing on Medium. You know, what? I'll be nice. She Katie Nichols has this thing on Medium, which is an app, and she writes about fashion. So you should look her up. Yeah, look her up. Tell look her, her up. She Why don't you look her up? She, she doesn't have the worst. She, she doesn't have the worst fashion. She doesn't taste. have the worst fashion. Taste. I always thought she looked nice. So we said something mean and something nice. So now I can't. She the actually. Has, <laughs> I know she like mainly shops at Madewell, but she does look nice. She like, looks I, nice. I, I would. I wouldn't call her unfashionable. I, I would say, say she is. Pretty she probably has really good advice, and I think too. she looks really nice. She knows a good tailor. Mm, she knows she? a good tailor. Like mm. she knows to tailor her clothes. She probably has really good advice. That's good. I, know I think her hair is so nice. I always thought Katie was so pretty. Katie is very pretty. Mm-hmm. She's she pretty. Yeah. So compliments. Whatever. There. Compliments so, to the chef. <laughs> not but, everyone. Um, I would that. say Democrat men because they submit to women, they find themselves more often in abusive relationships mm-hmm. with the male on the end of it. Yeah. You know, I don't like that we categorize them, but the only reason I just want everyone to know why we categorize them is so we have some locus of control. <laughs> well, because... <laughs> because I mean, then it's like a way to identify we what can't we're categor- like, You can't I categorize I say people. it's like generalizations and categorizations. Yeah. Like, those things they believe in are fundamentally what build them. And, like, yeah. I hate to say it, but there's a reason they're stereotypes. There's a reason. Because more, more often you get the stereotype than you get not the stereotype. It's very true. Like, that's just how it works. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I would say... I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. But, but... With all that aside, that's who Charlie Kirk hangs out with more often. So I'm not surprised he's around people who feel more entitled. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Who are stronger. And they're always, like, coming up to him, And I they guess. get butt hurt. They get butt that's, hurt. That's the thing with, like, like too much masculinity. Like, too much testosterone. Is they, is they get, can't it's concede. Too much it's, like, it's like the 1950s man just became more augmented. Like, there's a yeah. reason why, like, a man should be... Like, it goes back to listen to your wives. Like, don't have so much dominance. And men yeah, go like, into relationships sometimes... I don't know either on whatever political spectrum it is, but some men go into relationships expecting it to just happen because they're like, I have a job, I have a car, I'm on my own, you should be with me. What more do you want? Yeah, and it's, and like, it's like, you are not God's gift like, to this earth. Like, God's hate God's to break it to you. who told you that all of that stuff qualified you to be the most, like, the perfect specimen of male? Yeah. Like, who said that? Like, how about the way you treat me or the way you act? Yeah. Maybe that or your character. I think character is character is way important, but people think too highly of themselves. People do. They think very highly of themselves. So, and it's kind of like what our pastor Rick Brown said. <laughs> pastor Rick Brown, I love you. Yes, he's good great. pastor. He's a good, good pastor. Good man. He said in church one day, which is fabulous. fabulous. He was like talking Calling about us all how out. Yeah, I love our church. I love our church. It's great. We'll leave the fireside chat below because mm-hmm. it's always pertinent. But he said, he said something in his sermon. I don't really know what it was about. But the young man, he was like saying, oh, well, like this young man came up and said, oh, I found this girl and I like her and I'm going to marry her. And then he's like, does she know about it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah literally. <laughs> Men jump to conclusions so often. Men jump to conclusions and they're like... 
because they're like all excited and they're like, oh well, no, but I asked her out, but I know it's in God's will. Like, and it's no, like, it's not. It's like you can't just say that. Like you have to what? Like it's get like, out of here. Like that. What is that? That's entitlement. It's Thinking entitlement. any woman saying yes to you is like owned to you. Yes. Like no, get out of no. here with that bullshit. Exactly. No way. No. No way. And it's like it's like it's interesting though because in that. It's like, that's kind of like how little men sometimes take into consideration what the girl is thinking. Yeah. And some girls just let it happen. Well, yeah. I think that feeds into the overall church culture that we talk yeah. about all the time. Well, because does it happen because girls are insecure? I wouldn't say. Or does it because they're so desperate for it? I think it's because they're worried that if it doesn't happen now, it won't happen ever. Because in his defense, most men who say that do end up getting the girl. They do, That's but I mean, incorrect. why do Christians have such a high divorce rate? I know. Because it's not a real love. <laughs> like, mm. it's not. It's two horny teenagers, usually. And it's people... It's people putting words in God's mouth, I think honestly. it's also, like, that purity culture thing you talk about. It is. About. It totally feeds... What did I talk about about it? I don't know. I thought we mentioned it like once. I feel like we mention it all the time. But it is because then it's like you put so much pressure on them to get married. And then you're like, well, this must so be then, it. Like God gave it to me. So it's then, like stop putting so that then much pressure like, on them. And their defense's entitlement is justified. And also for women too because women can well, be entitled. And I mean, and entitlement doesn't come out of nowhere. Like they yeah. have to feel justified at some point. For I know, it. but I think that's what causes that. Yeah. So what do you think are some of the things of entitlement? What does that mean? Like, <laughs> the only things I wrote about for notes are, like, what men feel they are entitled to in a relationship. What do you, like... So, like, I said men want someone to boss around. Men. Sometimes they do. Mostly conservative men want someone to boss around because oh. they tend to be stronger. Wow. Wait, what was the question? Like, what do you think <laughs> men feel entitled to when they're in a relationship? Mm, like, definitely. from the woman. Bossy. What do you think they're like, if you don't give this to me, you're not a real woman. Like, what do you oh. think that's like, what they feel entitled to? Oh you know my I mean? gosh, looking pretty all the time. Yes. I uh, yeah, I literally wrote down, sit pretty and smile. Like, <laughs> like don't say a I fucking word. It's like, what did we always joke with our grandfather? May he rest in peace. But it's like, for him, a woman is someone who is like seen and not heard unless spoken to when asked <laughs> a <laughs> milford man that's you know? where arrested development where children are not seen or heard <laughs> <laughs> but it's like and because because he had this situation and um it's just a generation it was a ge- like, it's like I, it's a I totally, would also blank and statement it's a totally generation. like because that's his 1950s generation and he's it's like my wife which would be my grandmother she was very out of the way but, like, that yeah. wasn't because she was scared or nervous or he, like, manipulated her. No, she just was a person that just didn't need a lot of stuff. Like, she didn't like she to wear didn't. jewelry. Yeah. She didn't, like... She was she had pretty low jewelry. maintenance. She's just low maintenance. Like, she did art. Like, I would say that was her most time... Like, yeah. she was just pretty easygoing, you know, like, she read her book, stayed up late, drank wine, did her art. That's about it, you know? Yeah. And he let her do that. But it's, like, obviously, he would never be with a person who liked clutter or to change things all the time. You know, and yeah. there were women in the fifties that did that, but Grandma was not one of those. Irene people. was just not one of those. She just people. was not. She was a bad bitch. Yeah, she just didn't. She just wasn't fussy. But she's, that's why it worked fussy. out for them. Yeah. You know, because she was innately quiet. Yeah, and so of course he living with that and being married to that, you expect that from other women. But I would say that was just a generational thing. I don't think that's like he is him being entitled whatsoever. But in today's yeah. day and age, I would say that men. Like when they're entitled to a relationship, they definitely want it to look a certain way. Yeah, of and that they do. is a huge thing that they want. I would say it's definitely deteriorated though. 
More than people realize. Uh, way more than people realize. I think realize. people don't realize it as In, like, because, a 30-year span. Yeah. It's, like, And a 30-year span, yeah, it's completely different. Because it's, like, you see those bloggers, and I think people misconstrue that for what it actually those, was. I think bloggers are some of the worst things that have come out of society these days. I like, love like, them. L- like, lazy-ass, <laughs> basic, <laughs> quote-unquote, privileged, middle-class bitches. I don't think they're privileged. I think they're the humble brag. Humble brag is privilege. I, hate I love the blogger. I hate the blogger. I love them. I hate the blogger so much because I love... it's people like that that seep into the youth and think that that's what life is meant to be. That's and it's nothing but I know. Fake. But I would say, like, they may have been with men who are entitled. I feel like they're more the entitled. I ones. would say they are more the because they're with weak men. And what does yeah, that leave? That leaves an men. opening for a manipulative woman. That does. And I'm sorry, I hate to break it to you. Women can be significantly like significantly colder than a man can. Significantly. Significantly. I know I literally said that to like our mother today. Oh really? Like we were talking about politics or whatever it is. Mm. And I was like, but like a woman can be so much more colder. I was like, a, a man will get hurt at some point. I was like, but a woman can go and not get hurt. And she's like, that is true. That it's I very true. true. I would say women can definitely shut that up because men are more fiery i mean like look at your machismo situation machismo. they're like fiery they're like upset if like his woman is not there well He's because upset. it leads back at the end of the day you always know where you stand with a man but you can never tell where you are with a woman you can never tell because women are more conniving than men just like men don't feel the need to be that way because they're more like physical and dominant yeah you know what i mean like they're not so like i would say women i mean look at gone girl that's a whole book based on a woman who was emotional Mm. And look at what happened, what transpired. Because, like, people are always like, I'm going to gone girl your ass. Like, essentially, she left her man and left all these weird psychological things. It was like, you know, I mean, that takes a lot of effort. A but lot that's of effort. More of what and a, a lot more do. anger and a lot more pride than a man could truly get. Yeah, like, a man doesn't have time for that. He doesn't. They just don't. Everything is very much more cut and dry. So I would say that, yeah, definitely that's, like, an entitlement looks are a big thing for men not for all men big, i would say you know i would say the biggest thing an entitled man does is doesn't really listen to their person yeah, like they like they get they fly off the handle with them or it's like it's like well because i think that goes back to like men feel they are entitled to have sex with anything they want to yeah like period i think and it it's like where to, yeah it totally stems from that like that's where we see rape men feel like they're entitled to that like mm. reaction and stuff like that you know what i mean it's really like a pretty bold it's a bold statement but it is true but it's true like yeah. i'm just like i hate to say it but if men don't feel entitled to that like like all these women are uncomfortable with men complimenting them when they're serving at their waitress job like mm. because it all stems from that fundamental thing where men believe they're entitled to have sex yeah and it's like if they don't get a girlfriend that's willing to put out like believe me they will find it elsewhere whether other people want it or not like mm. that's just that's how so it's sad. Go. i mean not all men who feel like obviously not all men don't like do that yeah like that was yeah not, not all men are intense but like like it is a fundamental thing for them though and I it's know. like society these days really feeds into that they do and then i think and it's it like, makes them excuse like it, it excuses everything. And I think like when with a woman saying, Don't tell me to smile, like that's terrible. Like I think that just that polarizes I think it polarizes them because they don't I think like, it polarizes I don't think it makes really, anything conclusive. I think really if a man said, Oh, like you should smile, like it would just be nicer if you smiled, like a woman be 
like wouldn't be offended by a man telling her to smile but because there's an underlying tone that everyone thinks it's like he wants to have sex with me they're offended yeah and they're the ones that make that a thing yeah they are or because they're like, sexuality oh, they is so it. flung yeah, around because, and it's so because ambiguous. it's the hyper feminization of the society which mm-hmm. it is and it because is. you go on instagram and you scroll through probably 20 pictures on your discover page of a woman whose head is cut off cut off from a bikini photo like, like that what is, is that like that that is totally just tits and ass that's all that that is and that that is is. like that's very concerning but because you don't think about it because they posted another picture with their face in it you're like well it's fine but no it's not no it's not fine because she posted the reason why i wouldn't post a cut off head photo of just her tits and her ass in a bikini yeah is because she feels she's not getting enough attention yeah she's and she knows that's what will get her attention i mean it's no better like and it's no better than putting you in a window prime for me selling you by the pound or like like selling candles where it's the woman's body and it's no head. Yeah. Did you, you know say what? something about that? I did say something yeah. about that because in my ceramics class, that was a really big thing was like women wanted to mold the female figure because like the female figure is innately beautiful. Like it is a beautiful thing. Women are gorgeous. Yeah. And so I had a close friend who would sculpt pregnant women's bodies, like naked bodies, obviously. It would be like the chest and the belly. That's pretty much it. But like obviously nude, it's art. And she, and the teacher said that the only reason she got away with doing that was because nobody sexualizes a pregnant woman. Yeah. And he's like, but you do that with a normal female body and it's going to be sexualized because there's no arms. And he said, if you don't put a head on a sculpture of a woman, you give her no voice. You give her no arms. You give her no, like, no action. Like, you're only focusing on her body. And he's like, so you have to be careful with that sexualization. Because why? He also taught, he was like the head of the art department. And he was like, we have art history classes and stuff. And he's like, you're going to get a nude woman photo. And he's like, it is embarrassing to say. But yeah, there are boys in that class who do get aroused. So like, the, it's so sad. And he's like, it's embarrassing for everybody involved. And he's oh. like, but that is a thing that you have to think about when you make your art. Yeah. And he's like, because you may want it to be interpreted in one way, but people won't interpret it that no, way. No, they're not. And he's like, you have to be conscious of the way that you sexualize a woman. And, yeah, and it's like, because it's so true, there is such a hyper-feminization of, of, like, women today. And it's like, even... Like, with everything, it's, like, okay with Candace Owens and Harry Styles. Like, the feminization of the man as well. And it's just, like, everyone can go down that that rabbit hole if you desire. But it's, like, it's very true. It's, like, this weird hyper-feminization of everything. It is. And Everyone's it's like, becoming and, feminized. But, yet women have, well, no, because... have no way to change anything. Like, that, it's just, like, you can't, like, of course you're talking out your neck and your head because you don't have an argument but if you're really to look at it from a logical perspective, you can't tell me women don't control the society when this is happening. Yeah. When Harry Styles is in a dress, like, you can't yeah, tell me Yeah, you that. can't tell me women don't have power when we're trying to get men to turn women. Yeah. Like, it just makes, like, it just doesn't make any doesn't sense. Make and any then sense. that's what bleeds into the children. Because you see these same people raise the kids, mm-hmm. and it's so ambiguous. And kids don't understand sexuality. Here's the thing. Here is the argument. Because they say, well, kids don't understand sexuality, so they don't know what's real or not. I'm going to tell you what. If we really didn't care, and all these sexualities really didn't matter in the grand scheme of things, we wouldn't teach them anything. Yeah. We would just teach them math, 
like ling- linguistics is that what it's called yeah. for english you know what i mean like phonics phonics, phonics. hooked on phonics <laughs> we teach him spanish like who gives a fuck none of it has to do with sexuality yeah, period no. none of it has to no. do with sexuality and if it really wasn't a big deal then a kid would just pick whatever it picked but it didn't but no it's taught it's always going to be taught mm-hmm. and the more you want something the more you teach it when you're younger it's not inclusivity if you're erasing a whole other curriculum in order to introduce a new one yeah, like that's is. just it's what not. it is and so it is confusing children. It's raising them to constantly be confused, unaware, and untrusted in everything around them. Yeah, not like it just it creates insecurity. Period. It does, but that's the point. And then that's why you have men. Who and then that's how you get them week. with a curriculum that the government gives you. Yeah, conspiracy theorists. So it's from not the overlords. conspiracy theory. I know, but yeah, it's only conspiracy theory to people who can't handle. And the that's truth. how you get weird, weak men, and that's also how you get pretty strong man yeah how you get entitled men i would not say a strong man is entitled i is? think no you, you don't, it's not i would i, I would, would not say, say it's, a, it's like it's deceiving because like an entitled man you think is strong because oh he's so much more stronger but not like no, a truly strong true. man is one that can listen one that can empathize sympathize support but stand up when time comes for it yeah that's a strong man a strong man is one who sees problems and steps in and engages with it to make it better Mm -hmm. that's just strong character but a man who like comes up to you and says i'm gonna marry you one day that's not a strong man yeah i mean i I would agree with that yeah I, i would i would not say that entitlement and strong men are exclusive. Yeah, I would say that it is deceiving and looks like a, like an entitled man looks like a strong man. And that may be, you know, like people can fall into relationships like that and they can have situations where they fall for a guy and they're like, oh, but he just knows what he wants and all this stuff. And then later down the road, you realize, oh, no, like he was just. Like, he used me for his own gain kind yeah. of a thing. Because that's all that you're going to get with an entitled man is somebody who's using you for a means to an end. Will that means to an end result in marriage and that whole thing? It could. You don't know what his ends are. But it could not. It could possibly not lead to, like, open doors. You know? Yeah. Like, say you're with a guy and he kind of is closed off and it's like, it's okay as we get to know one another. And, like, sometimes he opens up to me and it's fine. Usually guys like that, their hearts only get more hardened. Because they were entitled the whole time. And you just gave them what they believed they deserved to have. And they didn't work very hard for it. Yeah, they didn't. Like, yeah. we need to start making men work hard to get rewarded. Yes, like, to get sorry rewarded. About and it. to, like, you were a prize to be won. Yeah, you know what? Because I was going to say that. Because also, a thing that you have also said to me yeah. is, like, what does she say in Aladdin? I am not a prize to be won. I know. And it's like, no, it's no. But we can't, we cannot dismiss that statement. Because you are a prize to be won. But what makes you a prize shouldn't be, like, a certain standard. I know. You know what I mean? It's like a woman who is a loud mouth, speaks her mind, willing to call people out. She is a prize to be won just as much as a woman who chooses to sit by and just watch what happens. Yeah. Like, being a prize does not mean you, like, sit back and you're silent all the time. Like means just being true to who you are. Just being true to who you are. Every woman is a prize to be won, and men need to start acting like it's a competition. Yes, they do. They need to start acting like it's a competition because they're out here, and that's why we have the entitled men. Because it's so true. They think one's just going to fall in their lap, and it's just going to be minimal (laughs) effort. And it's like, no. Like, if you want a good woman who is, like, like... 
worth of having. Of good character, of good moral standing. Like, you're going to have to work for her. And that's why a lot of relationships that are happening are very subpar. Because they're both subpar people. Because it, it also is for the woman. You want a good man, you're going to have to bolster him. You're going to have to, like, call him out when he's not behaving properly. And he's going to have to be, hold, like, held accountable to that, you know? Yeah. Even if that results in him leaving you, that's him doing you a favor. Yeah, it is. It is him doing you a favor. Because you want to be with someone who can take your your criticisms. It's not even criticisms. It's, it's like just who can critiques. handle you being honest. Like, yeah. that's what it is at the exactly. end of the day. It's honesty, you know? Mm-hmm. But it is, like, kind of a sticky wicket with that one because, like, I also understand why Jasmine said she's, like, not a price to be won. It's because they were treating her like property. Yeah, I know. And that's the issue where it's, like... A prize shouldn't be viewed as property, but, like, mm-hmm. genuinely something worth fighting for. Yeah. Like, like that's yeah. just Like, she is something worth fighting for, but it's, like, she's, like, I'm not a prize to Yeah, but one. it's, like, yeah. Not, but like, in a, the end of the a day, stuffed she, animal waiting for an owner. Yeah. Like, like, she had a voice. Yeah. She had a mind and all that good jazz. But, yeah, definitely. I think that is what leads to entitled men, and I think it is curable. Entitled men are curable. And I think that if we just really held them accountable and we didn't give them everything they wanted, I think that they would try a lot harder with us. Yeah, they really would step up a little bit. And it's like, why are we so afraid of holding them accountable? Because we're afraid of being alone. It's an insecurity issue. But it's like, you're alone already. I know, like, how is it going to be different? So now you're going to compromise everything? So you're going to go to a man you don't love, probably will divorce in eight years, all in the name of not being alone when you're in your 20s? All in the name of somebody enjoying your youth? Like, screw that. I don't understand. And also, it's like, from where I'm sitting, relationships only seem to be super fucking stressful. Like, (laughs) we have come a long way with that statement. Because at at first, I thought they were pretty easy and pretty, like, mellow. They're pretty not easy. They're not easy at all. I think that... Yeah, like, like, oh my gosh, like, I think that they're, they can be really fun and like pretty easygoing in some ways, but it's like, oh my gosh, not easy whatsoever. Like, I feel like there's always some sort of weird battle brewing. Like, it's like that one Machine Gun Kelly song where it's like, I have some problems we can fight about all night. Oh, like, oh yeah. He's like, <laughs> you can pour me a drink and I got issues we can fight about Yeah, because that's night. like how it feels because it's like, it's just, con- it's like basically two people that have fundamental issues with each other just trying to make it work and that's a relationship. Yeah, that is a relationship. <laughs> it's, that's so funny. I love that lyric so much. Yeah. I can try and had a couple of drinks. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like, it's so true. Oh my God. Because there's always something that you want that they're not going to give you and vice versa. Yeah. Even like, even little simple dumb things like who has to pay for dinner, you know, Mm. like, like some people can have money issues. Like I'll give you a, for instance, like I want someone to always pay for me. So I know that they can provide for me in the bigger picture. Yeah. But it's like for them, they're like, well, I want you to pay for it so we I can see that we're going to build something together. And it's like, you think this is an easy answer. That's interesting that boys think that. I don't think they think I that. I don't think they think that at I all. Don't, I think, that, I think no. if they put down a credit card for a bill, they're like, well, this bitch better put out. And it's like, who taught them that? Who taught them that? 
It better not be their moms. I don't no. think it's their moms, no. but they learned it from somewhere, and I'm going to tell you where they learned it, from the other woman that they slept with. That's where they That's learned where it. That's where they learned it. And it's like, it's hard because it is a group effort. And they this did is, it once, they can do it again, they can whether do it it's again. with you or not. And then you're out here thinking, well, if I'm not the one who does it, they'll find someone else. Let him find someone else because he won't be satisfied, and God knows where they'll end up. Exactly. Do you want to debase yourself in the name of not being alone? For some other person, like, like to show off what? to someone who's not yeah. you. Like, he's not worth fighting for. I'm going to tell it's you that right it. now. But it is interesting, like, that instance. It sounds like something that should be easy to reconcile, and it just never is. And it's basically a bunch of those for the rest of your for life. For the rest of your <laughs> life. For the rest and of it's your life. Worth, it is worth compromising everything for that. No. Are you mm. kidding me? No. I mean, once you find the right person, it will... Those things, like... I'll give you another for instance. There's someone that I talk about way too much on this podcast, so I'm not going to say it anymore. But if he came into my life... Oh, my God. If he came into my life and he was like, can you pick up the bill? I wouldn't think twice. So it really makes but you think. But that's special. I know. Well, that's different. I know, because then it makes makes me think about everything in the past. No, I know. <laughs> but no, you can't think about it everywhere in the past because there's always an exception No, because it's like... No, there is always an exception to the rule, but it's like I know in my heart of hearts that if I felt this way about another person in my past... It would have been the same answer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's like that well, because means that all those men like, I never felt that way for. And I wasted you don't all that feel time. feel like you're compromising with that person. I know, which is so interesting. I know, but people don't which always that's, find I mean, that person. No, they don't. They don't always find and that's that person. The next issue. And we like, you know, we we pat ourselves and protect ourselves with these things because that's the defense that I use for that. It's like, oh, well, that's, I just want to know that you can provide for me and I don't have to worry about things. And that's yeah. like a self-defense. But it's like, if this guy had come up to me and said, well, I want to see that we're building a life together, I'd be like, great, when's my wedding ring coming in? Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> like that one, that my special exception wouldn't just get away with saying that. See, that would be the next fight. <laughs> <laughs> There's always a fight lurking around every corner. There is. <laughs> I and true love is picking whether you want to battle it out or not. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But I think it's really interesting. I mean, it's just like, it's wild. Wild. It yeah. The wild things are. So check your men. <laughs> Don't, don't let make them excuses get away. for strangers. No. Like, don't make excuses don't for make them. Excuses. You are a prize worth fighting for. And if you feel like you're compromising with him as well, it's not going to work out. It's just not going to work out. I mean, a certain level of compromise must be happening, but it's like. But not- the compromise shouldn't be where you think, well, I don't feel like fighting for this person, but I guess I will. Like, yeah. that shouldn't be the compromise. Yeah. And entitled people are out there, and it's okay to call them out on it. Like, don't be embarrassed. Call them out on it because they can never change and be good for someone if they if don't no even one know holds it's a them accountable. Because a lot of these entitled men don't even know that they're entitled. And I think that's true because no it one's telling them because. Just like as obvious of a statement as that is, it took us until Charlie Kirk's episode for us to realize that's what it was. <laughs> that is yeah. what it was. <laughs> you know? Well, because, you know, it's interesting because we blame so much on women. We do. It, oh, we, well, we blame true. a lot on women because that's the one area we can control. I can't yeah. control how a man thinks. I can't testify to how a man thinks. I can only feel the need to comment on a woman because I understand how they work. That's very true. And it's like, but now that a man said a man feels entitled, it's like, Oh, yeah. Like, if you really do think about it, he is entitled. Yeah. And then from a woman's perspective, I can see how a man would ask too much of us. 
You know exactly. what I mean? And it's like, so, my bad. All those episodes, all those 30 episodes before this. I know. Where I blamed a woman. Like, my bad. I'm willing to admit I'm wrong sometimes. That's part of being... We're growing. Uh, mature. That's part of being mature. <laughs> I'm willing to admit I'm wrong yeah. occasionally. We're growing on this. And we're podcast. learning. So, grow yeah. with us. So, grow with us. And tune in next week. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, lovey dubbies. Have a happy new year. Yes, have a happy new year. And have a drink on us. On us. Take a shot. Get a shot. Your Take a bar. shot. <laughs> Cry a little bit, maybe. Cry a little bit. Because Go next out. year is going to be a better year. It's not going to change at all. I don't know. It's, no, I mean, it will change because things change. Mentally change. Mm. We'll be fine. Well, ah, it'll be fine. <laughs> don't get negative. Happy New Year. New beginning. Well, everything changes. That sounded like negative statement. Of course, next year is going to be different because it must because things change. Yeah, I would like, hope it's different. That's just the nature of everything. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe I'll have a, a, a new boyfriend in the Maybe new you'll year. hear about Emily's engagement. I doubt Could that. I don't want to say that. I don't want to say that. I doubt that. Take it back. Emily's going to hold that against me for years now. I'm definitely going to cry about it tonight. (laughs) (laughs) We laugh now, but we won't be later. (laughs) Okay, we love you. Love you, you, lovey dovey. See you next week. Comment, rate, subscribe. (laughs) (laughs) Catch you later on the flippity flip. (laughs) Happy New Year. Bye.